Previously on Three Beers In. I stole your bees. You stole my beads? Bees! My beads? Bees! You bitch. Job is not down. The Fifth Element is a great movie. Uh, I disagree. You son of a bitch. I'm tasting a lot of coriander. How dare you? You come into my home and you lie to my face like that? You bitch. You bitch. You bitch. I get references. I get references. I get references. I get references? There is a podcast no one asked for. A podcast you never knew you didn't want. Three beers in. This is the podcast. I anticipate a deeply religious experience. Ross here, and you're listening to Three Beers In. Thanks for tuning in to the second part of our Live Oak Extravaganza. We'll get right to it, but first, coming up is the annual Austin Redline Brewery Tour. Hop on the Capital Metro Redline, the Light Rail, visit Circle Brewery, Black Star Co-op, the Brewtorium, and Zilker Brewing. Get a punch card with your first beer. I recommend Circle's Doppelblur, of course. Get your four stamps and get a free pair of socks with your last drink. So with the Redline Brewery Tour, you get to visit great awesome breweries and you don't have to drive. And you get great drinks, great you get beers, sock. and socks. Who does not love free socks? Do you know what those there socks are going to look like? I'm really looking forward to the I, socks. I really like socks at <laughs> Christmas. Uh, it's just white tube socks. No, it's just a 12-pack. Can I like, make you know? a puppet? Can I do like a puppet? Like no, it. no sock puppets. <laughs> that is not a sock. We now return you to the podcast already in progress. What's your, ta- what's your take on all these like fusion beers that are out there nowadays? Yeah. You like them? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I my tastes have just changed over the years. Right, like yeah. I, I mean, I used to like really, you know, really like IPAs. I don't eh. like. Yeah. I feel like you have one, you have them all type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, hey, let's add more hops. Yeah, it's like <laughs> bomb it. <laughs> so we had um, we had Liberation IPA was a year round IPA that we did, and and I mean, I feel like that speaks volumes to a company and to what they do when they recognize something doesn't work Mm. when it's something that you may have a soft spot for it. We may have a small audience for it, but when you don't want to continue to make something that you are like, all right, well, we'll just get rid of it. Like we don't, we don't have a year round IPA. That's like kind of unheard of when it comes to most breweries. That is what they have. They have an IPA or they have several IPAs. We decided to go against that, but we also recognize that it's good for business to have one. So we have a sort of tap room only release where it'll be small batches. We get maybe nine kegs, eight kegs out of it. And it sold like crazy. We did the whole like, yep. Hazy IPA. We're going to do that because you know, like fucking you people. want it. <laughs> yeah. And again, not to speak ill of people that like yeah. that. It, that's not our style. We're a European right, German exactly, yeah. style brewery, but we're going to put it out and it sold like crazy. It was, it's like printing money for us. You turn and burn those beers when they're in the tanks. They come out in two weeks. They're fucking good to go. Is that why a lot of these smaller brewers, a lot of home brewers, they come out with IPAs because it's just easier or is it just faster? Or just Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with just the time from start to finish. Yeah. It is literally something that you can put out that quickly. And I think a lot of problems that you find in breweries that are starting out, their business model is based off of the turnaround time that it takes to make an IPA, yeah. but they don't account when they start getting into like loggers. Like they'll, st- they'll be like, oh, we're making a, you know, like a Vienna style lager or whatever. Right. And they have the same time frame as an IPA. And these are, these are breweries that are being financed 
very heavily and that are going to these conferences and not realizing, oh shit, like our business model is fucked right now because we didn't realize like the time. And so for us, it's like, we have a little small, it's basically like a little X wing uh, that we do like our small batch of, of different beers in and like the IPA kind of goes in there. And uh, actually this guy here, Jason, Hey Jason. (laughs) When we were doing that first batch of small batch of IPA, it was just like, it was super quick. I remember we were dry hopping it. And then I think it was the next day I came in on a Saturday and we're already transferring it over to tanks and stuff. And it was like, you know, it was very quick and the response was great. And some of us at the brewery were very much like, ah, it's, it's good, but you know, it could be better. But we look at it and we go, we just fucking sold a ton of this. Like, it's insane that that happens. But I I think that the reason why people do IPAs is a, they're popular Mm -hmm. B the turnaround time is super quick. And, and honestly, if you're not that experienced, I might be speaking out of turn here and I might be blowing smoke up everyone's ass, but I, I feel like that is a that is a style that you can... IPAs are kind of a style where you can mask imperfections. Yeah, okay. Yeah, with, with more hops. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I was, was going to say, so I knew in college, I knew a guy who railed about his, his in-house, his home brew sure. stuff, right? And so, you know, I went and I tried some of it. Mm-hmm. But it all had that like kind of heavy alcoholy taste to yeah. it, and so I figure IPAs with the amount of hops you put into them can really kind of mask that alcohol taste, and it's a little bit easier to hide that. Because yeah. he wasn't doing IPAs; I think he was just doing like typical, or like pilsner, like yeah, uh, warm fermented, yeah, uh, stuff where ale. he's just leaving it in a bucket, but like <laughs> an old five gallon bucket water yeah. jug or yeah, something like that, exactly. And so I can foresee people who do home brews like that, it's probably a lot easier to just hide the alcohol taste mm-hmm. with an IPA. Uh, stronger flavor. Right. Hiding, hiding it with behind something else. Do you yeah. think that beer drinkers also just gravitate towards drinking IPAs because that's the cool beer to drink and that's why you sell those so quickly? And th- and that, that's like a money turner. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you can literally look at every brewery, every new brewery especially, and they all have an IPA. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's 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 almost... That's why... Or like several IPAs. Yeah. yeah. They'll, and they'll have like, you know, they'll have their, their IPA, they'll have their double IPA. Double, yeah. You know, exactly. they might even have a session IPA. There you you go, know, they'll yeah. have all of those categories kind of covered. And it does in a business sense, it does make sense because you are able to turn that around. And then if you, and then again, it gets down to this like exclusivity too, as well, where it's like, well, this is small. Yeah. I mean, we advertised our IPA is like, first of all, it's a, it's a hazy IPA Mm -hmm. and it's a small batch. Once it's done, it's done. Exactly. We're probably not going to bring that recipe back. We might, Mm -hmm. whatever. It was hopped with uh, Simcoe and Equinot. Which apparently it used to be Equinox, and that is uh, a term that is it's not it, that anymore. Yeah, they had to change it. It's like a copyright infringement, oh, okay. which is weird. Patent pending. Patent it's pending. It's just a hot. But then you have all these different experimental, and it's again, you can get those different flavors out of what it is that you're trying to achieve with a beer. But it, I don't know. For me, it just kind of it, it kind of all just blends together yeah. after a while. No, I, I can understand that. So as we're recording this, tomorrow is Live Oak's 21st birthday, and it's also national beer day yeah. which i didn't know until a couple minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah, so so you got a you get it's just a perfect storm there going on i had a beard like that in the perfect storm did you see that movie so double yeah. whammy you're yeah. gonna have a whole lot of people right it's a very fortunate anniversary yeah. yeah so but is live oak the oldest austin craft brewery because i was reading that Celis. They also claim to be, or, or do they claim to be the first craft well, brewery? Well, they wouldn't Austin. be the first. I believe it's, uh, is it North North by Northwest? Northwest? Yeah. Okay. Um, even uh, Uncle Billy's, like mm-hmm. in that vein. It's it's weird. Like, so, yeah, yeah. We, because we do claim to be I, yeah. Austin's oldest. Right. Because we're also that continually operating. Continue, yeah. yeah. Whereas Cellus, they shut down in what, uh, 2000, I think. And then they just recently opened mm-hmm. back up. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. actually curious about that because I moved here in 2010. Okay. And it feels like since we're researching, um, I guess my job is to do research a little bit on beers. Oh. I was like, why are we pointing to the sky? <laughs> I thought they just wanted to talk. Plain no, I thought, yeah. okay. Talk louder? No. Um, Your show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did they get a banner out here that quick? <laughs> All right. So we were, uh, yeah, doing some research on beers. We're starting to find out just since we started the podcast in January mm-hmm. and in a good two, three months, we've found that basically every other week there's been a brewery yeah. that has yeah. opened in Austin. So 
when we do a little bit more research, we find a lot of the breweries that we all well know of are started in like 2010, 2011 during a recession. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of curious, do you have any knowledge as to why that might've started happening? Cause it just seems like all the breweries you can name off right now probably didn't start in the early aughts or even right. the night. So like you're saying, like most of the Austin based breweries within the early 2010 area. Yeah. Time frame. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know how much I can really speak to it other than, yeah, I mean, the idea that that these business ventures are being started during a recession. Beer is Everybody wants kind beer. of untouchable I mean, yeah. in that sense. I mean, in my personal opinion, I feel like there is a bubble. Yeah. There is a bubble in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, actually, one of, one of our other coworkers and I were literally just talking about Green Flash just today. Green Flash, I don't know if you guys know this, but Green Flash out of California pulled out of like 40-something states. Oh, wow. Um, that's them leaving That's right now. Leaving, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your lieutenant Green Flash. <laughs> so you have a you, you have a brewery like Green Flash that has actually been around for quite amount of time that expanded quite a bit. You could say that in some ways they're facing that sort of same economy as well, but they found the need to expand and expand a little bit more than they probably should have. But beer overall is kind of that untouchable area. Everybody wants to drink. It's, it's, yeah. It is one of those things that we recognize what beer does. We do know that people get drunk uh-huh. and things like that. And and those are quote unquote Wait negative aspects second. to what? it. But in that same sense, like it is still a business. It is still something that we sell. It is a good that we sell to other people. It is something that is desired and wanted. Prohibition does not work. So we might as well work within the confines of what we have uh, legally. Right. And I think that also too, during that time, you know, Austin kind of was experiencing a little bit more of an influx than in previous years uh, yeah, of yeah, people coming sense. in from out yep. of state. We are probably still considered the fastest growing city in the U.S. Yeah. Yes. I uh, think they yeah. keep saying something like 150 people a day. It's insane. Like ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah. Where are they all living? And there's crazy. a lot of money. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of invest uh, that's happening that are, you know, kind of behind the scenes. Actually, our brewery, when we got started, our owner Chip. Chip's a uh, he's a he's a sweetheart. The investment group it was a it was a super small bank. I mean, it, actually, if you look when we, I'll show you guys inside. But there's a there's a neon of I think it's called Commerce Bank. It's like, yeah, it like yeah. a super yeah. small yeah. bank. Yeah. yeah, that like they invested like, that sort of like initial first loan for us to kind of get on our feet. Now you have these private equity groups that right. are getting involved yeah. in things. I mean, you can look at any number of breweries and you're like, where are they getting the money for right. this like right. facility? And there's a lot of private interest in that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot yeah, of silent that partners sense. that are coming yeah. in. And, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if most of them are coming from California yeah. that have that sort of experience that. with the California craft beer movement right. out there, moving here, realizing they can invest in something and get a higher, you know. Uh, moving from the Russian River. Yeah, but that is pretty much when you know you're kind of in a bubble is when private equity yeah. and yeah, money just starts getting pumped into the industry you're looking at eventually a lot of these breweries Trying are, are going to start yeah. disappearing yeah so well green flash is a great example they had a again i may be getting some of the details a little bit muddied but their investment group basically sold off their investment to another like yeah. llc and then that LLC foreclosed on those loans. And so they had to, like, mm-hmm. they were opening a Virginia Beach location. Oh, um, and they like had to sell all this stuff within a matter of days. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, that's like uh, Lehman Brothers type yeah, shit. Right. Yeah. Know, that's happening yeah. in the beer yeah. world. Yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, our brewery, again, is a good example of like, this was like bottom up type of thing. And, and yeah, we have a new facility. We have to pay for it. And that's just the nature of business when it comes to anything. But, uh, but beer in general is it's strange to see when it comes to the beer business. We are in very much uncharted territory when it comes to like overall. I feel like yeah, craft beer has been around since you could say the '80s, Sierra Nevada, kind of starting that whole movement. But we are kind of like in that like sort of awkward teen years, you know, when it comes to beer, where it's like we don't really know. Like we don't really know what's too much, what's too little. What's going to work? What's not? It's it's finding your identity in an overall movement, oh, yeah. in an overall business, because we're taking shelf space away from the top three. Oh, they've yeah. never experienced yeah. that yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. They're fighting tooth and, and they're, nail, yeah, exactly. and then they're buying up breweries right. yep. left and right. Well, like it was wasn't it Miller that bought Cellus? Cellus. Yeah, at one point Miller owned Cellus mm-hmm. before yes. they closed down. Yes. Yeah, and then Miller decided to pull out of what they were focusing on with craft and just focus on their core beers. And so that left Cellus, well, Cellus closed down well, because 
And the other thing is, especially from a marketing standpoint, you got to start thinking about like, how do you get your beer recognized yeah. when there's mm-hmm. so, so many much other, other yeah. craft beers yeah. now so on much the show? Noise. It's noise. You just, yeah. yeah you, like, how do you make yourself stand out? You have to get people to acknowledge the great product by buying it in order to get, so you have to have something that draws them in, you know, then your can design becomes important oh, and all yeah. those little things yeah. that kind of make you pop on the shelf. Yeah. It seems like your style is keep every can basically the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I that like way, that, yeah. it's it just like you know, you know that you know you're drinking a live oak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's and that's kind of the beauty too. Is like we've had you know 21 years tomorrow, where there was a good portion of the years we didn't can. Yeah, and there's also it, yeah. a, a a large we've never had to really kind of filter our beer into anything other than like the beer speaks for itself. Now we have right. to find another way of like getting around that. Mm-hmm. And that's the challenge. One of the things I want people to do is I want, I want to get like recordings of people saying like trying to pronounce like right. some of the beers yeah, yeah. because <laughs> that's awesome. Schwarzer Rausch. Yeah. Uh, Schwarzer. They're, they're like, <laughs> Schwarzer Ranch. Swish, I'll have yeah. your uh, like, Schwarzenegger. Have you ever Ooh, I want had ranch. a beer that had the word ranch? ranch? Beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? Hidden Valley. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's, it's again, like it's everybody has to kind of find that identity within this movement. It's a nearly 40 plus year, you know, business model now that we're trying, we're all trying to find a way to kind of stand out from each other. And uh, thankfully, you know, I feel like the craft beer community Mm -hmm. in particular, uh, I I like to more, I like to move away from craft. I want it to, I want it to be like more like independent, independent, you know, movement is we're all very close to each other. I mean, shit, I can't tell you how many times I go to breweries and I'm like, you know, bringing some beer to them and they're like, Hey, hooking us up with beer. And like, we all like hang out and we all talk and we we don't have like any ill ill will, you know, ill feelings towards each other. But the top guys, like the the top three, you know, Miller Bud Coors, like, yeah, yeah fuck them. Like, you know, they <laughs> they they, they want, have they an audience the, and we fight. recognize yeah, that audience, yeah. but we can also get that audience over to our side because it's cut a little slice off. Yeah, like, it's there's there's not much. Most people like to support independent. Yeah. Local. Mm-hmm. Most people like to. When are you going to ever go to the to the Miller, you know? One of the Miller breweries or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're probably well, not. Well, if you live in Fort Worth, you can. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> live in Dallas. Son of a bitch. Just a dr- Actually, just I was driving back from there the other day and there was traffic. And I think they were toasting their malts right at that moment. And it was like, it was a good time to be stuck right there. <laughs> Toasty malts, just like, mm. But it didn't make me want to want a Miller. But uh, yeah. Did it? Did it? No. Did so it, it was Miller time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ind- independent brewery time. Yeah. <laughs> it was Miller time for me to find another brewery. Yeah. So, so, so stepping back from our macro level discussion yes, here. Yes, uh, exactly. We, we are drinking the golden. It's just gold. gold. Just gold. Just gold. The live oak gold. Yep. It is a pilsner. Yep. Some of us are more than halfway through here and seasonal pills, yeah. right? Yes. What's different about this one than your regular pills? So pills, P-I-L-Z, is our Czech style pills. And yeah. gold is is German the style North or? German style. Yeah. So it's a it's a cousin to our pills. So gold is a little bit drier. Mm-hmm. Um it's not as hoppy, I guess, as pills. And it's got more of like a more of like a floral, earthy yeah. on the nose. Oh yeah. For sure. It's, oh, yeah, it's, for sure. It's, and it, it's very easy drinking. And it's just it's got a beautiful color. It's it's filtered. I mean oh, it's, yeah. Super it's great. clear. Yeah. yeah. So I for one gotta say, so I've had Big Bark. Mm-hmm. First time was at a bar. Second time was at a bar. Each time was not that excited. And we did it on the podcast, is mm-hmm. a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. But I am pleasantly surprised that the three that we've had, plus the Hefeweizen that I just had for lunch. That was awesome. <laughs> so, Are you at that point where you're yeah, telling yeah, everybody yeah. you love them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not as far as to say it's the number one Hefeweizen. I might go second Hefeweizen. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might <laughs> agree with the consensus. So go. I'm really liking Hefeweizen. I'm liking the gold. Um, the other two beers that I can't remember at the moment, the one that I can't pronounce. but Grzyzki. Yes, that one. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was awesome because I was afraid when we were drink smoke beer because sure. uh, the only one I've had was I think one time with Clint and it was a shiner and that thing was overwhelmingly smoky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as I noted, the kind of smoked pork thing that I got from the grud. Was it pork? Grudzowski. Did I just say that wrong? Grudzitski. Grudzitski. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. Grudkowski? Uh, versus, versus, versus the Shiner Smoke. tastes like pork. <laughs> versus the uh, Shiner Smokehouse. The Shiner Smokehouse was pure smoke. Like yeah. smoke from a bonfire kind of yeah. flavoring. Maybe, maybe like a liquid smoke. Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 that's what I was like thinking, that. yeah. And when you first took your sip of that, whoa, that's really weird. 
You drink more of it and it goes away, mm-hmm. you know, that sensation, but didn't have that so much. Cool. It also didn't help that we were grilling, so the smoke from the grill also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we like to try to do everything very balanced. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want everything to, if there's going to be something that we showcase, I guess, as the sort of main flavor profile, we want to be able to also back that up with other flavor profiles. Right. Like, it, you know, you want to take a sip of gold right. and you're like, well, you know, you try to use all your taste buds right. you know, or, or all your senses when you're drinking right. a beer. So you get that nice floral earthiness and then you taste it and you're like, oh, wow, that's a little bit dry. Oh, it's not that hoppy. Wow, it finishes very clean. And you get this whole sensation that kind of runs through every time you take a sip. I feel like we do a very good job at that. I feel like just that's the Germanic style most mm-hmm. oftentimes. It's like it's very just crisp, clean, just very well balanced just in general efficient yeah. Yeah. Say. <laughs> <laughs> well each drink the finish is tasted so every time you take a new drink it's starting all over again right. yeah. you know there's a lot of beers where that flavor just stays in your mouth yeah, just so lingers. you just kind of yeah. you, know, you gotta let it linger especially like the the, the heavily hopped IPA oh yeah like, those, like you're still tasting hops five minutes you're, later and you're mentally preparing yourself for each sip right <laughs> <laughs> it's very true yeah. anytime I have to drink an IPA I'm just like Okay, next sip. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Uh. It's a really interesting idea when you were talking about the flavor profile and how this changes from talking to different people in the industry, how you're seeing almost like parallels between brewmasters and chefs. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not oh, right, your, yeah. your dude at home who's like following a recipe. It's the art yep. of how does this play with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Grant with Revolver, he mm-hmm. said he really enjoyed cooking and recipes and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to bring it up when, with Joel's question earlier about when everybody started doing it during a recession. It was almost like their hobbies became part of business. their business. Yeah. Then. And so that's why there was an uptick. And you started making money off of it. Yeah. yeah. So like, well, I don't have a job anymore because so-and-so laid me off. So I might as well <laughs> oh, make money yeah, on beer. Yeah. I think yeah. I, it it, it was probably that and just the rise in demand for something yeah. other than Bud Light, yeah. Miller Light, oh, yeah. Coors Light. Hand in hand. It's yeah. not, it's it's like, not yeah. just Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. Right. <laughs> right. Which everybody has a preference on, right. too, exactly. which is yeah, yeah. weird. I mean, I get but, uh, it. Like, there's a difference. But there's certain tequiza. beers like that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, <laughs> Miller High Life, out of any of the top, that'll be the one that I'm yeah. like, Absolutely. That's, that's, yeah, it's yeah. so what, good. What's really interesting is you'll go out bars places mm-hmm. with people who they have one of those in particular, yeah. there'll be all of these amazing options and they'll yeah. be like, I'll take a course. Yeah. It's like, what? Why? Yeah. Why? 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 Why calling that? out Clint Why? like that? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, that's, that's He's actually my... right here. I've always been a beer guy. Like from the moment I like, I turned 21, go to a tap room, like the tap room in San Marcos. And my friends be like, I don't do dark beers. And I was like, I guarantee I can get you a shiner to a Guinness and three beers. Yeah. And sure enough, like they all drink Guinness now. <laughs> my dad drank Miller Lite. So when I started to drink beer, it was Miller Lite. And I know I've kind of stayed away from Pilsners because, because that, that was my idea of what mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to drink another Miller Lite. So what's your take on the gold? Man, it's good. <laughs> I was I wanted to point out earlier, I could probably drink six or seven of these so and still one. feel pretty good. It's just, yeah. it's good. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we've had two Pilsners in a row and, and they're really good. It's interesting with you guys talking about the green flash and when you, when you were talking specifically about the investment backed mm-hmm. craft breweries, I wonder how much of this is going to translate once like the green revolution with legalized marijuana comes oh, yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I can see so many parallels in a well, hops. Yeah. Craft. The hops yeah. is exact same, is, but it, it is in the cannabis craft form, yeah. distribution it is going to be yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. Audience is going to be the exact yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, a prime example, go to Colorado. I mean, yeah. the, the yeah. weed industry has affected a little bit of the beer industry in Colorado, but at the same time, it's like they make the state so much money. Yeah, yeah. that is true. And that's yeah. and and eventually it's going to get to that place. I, you know, knock on wood, I would love for it to be in Texas very soon, but also recognizing the political climate. Yeah, yeah. it's again, it, these things have been threats to bigger businesses. Sometimes they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, all right, we'll give you this little sandbox to play in, mm-hmm. but you're not coming on the baseball field. You <laughs> yeah. know, like it's, it's one of those things. You will see a change when there's massive amounts of money involved. And yeah. I feel like craft beer and independent beer in general has shown that like, we've got the balls to play. You've given us 30 years to be able to, to prove it. And mm-hmm. and now it's starting like they're recognizing and they, they recognize that, that these breweries are cutting into their bottom right. line. And yeah. that's why we also fight very hard because it also has to do with distributors when it comes to like the wholesale side of it. Mm, it gets real tricky because it's the same, the same battle that we're facing, but on like on a different playing field. Right. Kind of yeah. thing. I still can't wait for the Sunday no beer sales <sighs> until, what until is it? noon. Noon. It's yeah. so silly. That one I, f- I feel like is 
manageable. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. It's manageable, but why but, it does it exist? Uh, it, religious reasons. Yeah. Re- archaic, yeah. archaic yeah. religious yeah. reasons. I mean, come on. Do you like yeah. to go to church and party? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their, their idea is like they're turning a blind eye to the fact that you're going to sin because you're going to sin after church. Yeah. You know, like church gets out at noon. Yeah. You know, like then it's a little bit easier for you to be All right, like, time to go to H-E-B. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure but it like, says that in the Bible. Like <laughs> no beer sells before <laughs> noon on Sundays. <laughs> on the Sabbath, I mean. And also respect the cottage laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got this, uh, this publication. It's so funny. I didn't realize how many different sort of publications are out there, but uh, we are, I guess, a sponsor in a publication that's like, it's like Polka News or something along those uh-huh. lines. But we are a sponsor of these like church picnics Uh but like i think maybe just a name only but they have this whole like this entire page in this little you know newspaper you know kind of like the chronicle type of thing it's all of these church picnics that are going on throughout the month or like throughout the quarter or whatever and it's like live oak proudly sponsors and it's like what (laughs) (laughs) all right like that's cool we got a full page ad on the other side the first cut actually said live oak brewing they're like i don't know about all that that it's uh yeah Who's going to listen to polka and not drink? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Big German beer. John Candy. Gus Polinski. Polka king of the Midwest. Oh, God bless. Polka, polka. R.I.P. R.I.P. (laughs) It's interesting. When you think of polka, it sounds so much like a Zydeco or like some of like the, uh, like the, was it Norteño also? Like there's so many styles that sound like. Because they have the exact same tempo, Mm -hmm. exact same instruments. Oh, yeah. The uh, completely different areas. Yeah. They brought their polka and their fine brewing traditions. As people might not know, we have a lot of German influences in Texas. So that's why. uh, And a lot mainly in the hill country. So, Well, it's interesting because I feel like it helped with spelling because you had such random city names like Schertz and um, Briesemeister. Cibolo. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's not... (laughs) Or the, the suppressed. Not very <laughs> German. <laughs> hey, Cutter. What's up, Ross? You've heard of Alamo Draft House, right? Yeah, earlier in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, at Alamo, they have a zero tolerance policy for talking or cell phone use. You don't say. And they aren't afraid to kick anyone out. I mean, you can still talk, just use your hands or you get kicked the fuck out. <laughs> at the Draft House, they also hate commercials. Unless they're for Draft House events, of course. So unfortunately, you can't get to the theater early for AMC First Look. So you won't get to hear Maria Menudos telling you what exciting stuff will be happening in a new season of Rizzoli and Isles. And there's no movie trivia, so no one will be standing in awe when you scream Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry! But you can see him starring as David Schwimmer number 2 in <laughs> Ernest Needs a Kidney. <laughs> <laughs> or there's other great movies to check out. Like The Poke of Zorro, the new Mr. Rogers biopic starring Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, they deserve to die. I hope they burn in hell. And Bad Boys 3. Shit just got realer. (laughs) Alamo, where you see movies. (laughs) Alamo Alamo. Draft House, where you go to see movies. Alamo Draft House, where you go to see movies. There you go. All right, what's this one? So this is Schwarzer Rausch. This is our black smoked lager. So this one, you get a little bit more of that sort of uh, roasted malt. Yeah. You do get some smokiness, but I feel like this blends a lot better. Uh, not, I don't want to say a lot better than Grzycki, but you definitely get sort of different different uh, perspective on what smoked beers are like. This smoky flavor reminds me of bubble something. Bubblegum. Like an applewood smoked oh. or? No. <laughs> smoky bubblegum. I don't know. I got to figure it out. Mm. Brisket. Yeah, I was, was going to do a brisket. brisket. That's where I was at. Brisket. Too. brisket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see okay. that. Delicious. <laughs> it's cool because when you take the taste, it's like the smoke comes off your tongue mm-hmm. and, it, and it hits your palate. It's really cool. I like it's that you good, can smell it yeah. too. Yeah. I was like, most, most of the smoked beers that I've had, like, yeah, you can, you can definitely smell it. It's part of it, but a lot of it is overtone. Like this one, once again, feels very integrated. Like it's part of the beer, not yeah. just like, oh, hey, there's beer underneath all of the smoke. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I really like the fullness of this one compared to the Graditsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right. pretty nice. The texture of it's much better. I, yeah. I shouldn't say much better. It's like they're both they're both solid, yeah. but I do prefer this one. This has that malt to back up the smoke. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah. So you like the darker version of the smoke beer? Schwarzfox. Schwarzfox. Schwarzer Rausch. Schwarzer Rausch. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. And, and tomorrow, uh, <laughs> for the anniversary, it's funny, I saw the, the kegs going in, and uh, that reminded me, shit, I have to make a video for this soon. Which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, because it's one of those where it's like, you know, it'll be out in the market. It's fine. I'm not like, because we, we're not doing Are you going to start canning it? it no, no, no. There's oh, okay. a, so the next smoke beer that's coming on is Weisser Rausch. So Weisser Rausch is, it means basically white smoke. Yeah. So take Hef, which you like. It's basically kind of like a smoke Hefeweizen. Huh. And so it it kind of marries those two flavors together. It's a great beer. It's that's the thing too. It's like, it's really hard because smoke beers are very niche. It's not mainstream. It'll never be mainstream. No, but if you want to take the words of wisdom from chip, our owner, Chip's a, uh, he's a, he's a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep making smoke beers until everyone likes them (laughs) (laughs) because we will have those people that literally come in and that's all they want to drink. Smoketoberfest. When we come out with that, they're all about it. Heller Rausch, which is our smoked Hellas that we do that we're, I don't think we're doing actually this year, which is kind of a shame. Mm. Uh, but Smoketober, you know, it's, it's, we put it out there and the people that enjoy it are going to enjoy it. Yeah. And the people that are unsure, dude, Mondays and Tuesdays, I am behind the bar. Yeah. I get I get in at eight thirty and I do my my other shit and then I'm behind the bar until five o'clock. So when I do that, I'm in front of people every day. Yeah. And they're like, So what do you like? I'm like, All right. And I give you a sample every single time of Grzitzki. Oh yeah. And I okay. do that. And I want to say I probably have about an eighty percent success rate that people are into it. And now whether they're being nice to my face because I yeah. work here, I personally know if you don't like something, I'd I would much rather no, know, yeah, and of know why. What That's really good. Give me the hef. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's usually how it goes. Like if somebody looks like they're like, no. Do you oh. have one that tastes like Bud Light? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if they were like, that's good, Fine. but I'll take a Topo Chico, then there I'd have a go. problem. Yeah. You're buying beer, I'm fine with it. So that's like the version of a real life where they're like, you know, it's good, but it's a one. And yes. Then- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like, where what is your your sort of rating system? How does that work? I don't get it. I know we're trying to figure that out with Cutter too. What his rating system is? <laughs> oh, no. It's pretty much everything's drinkable. Is that beer? All right. That's kind of the basis of our, of our rating system. One to ten doesn't tell you anything. Like, right. If it's a four, are you still going to drink it? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, you're still going to drink it. Miller High Life is a four. I'll drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Bi- know, like, binary no scale. Would you? Wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> find out what kind of man you really are. Yeah. There have been two beers. I think uh, I would right. not drink this the again. IPA so far. Right. The Fresh Coast, I wouldn't have more than one mm-hmm. because right. by, by the end of it, as a one, yeah. yeah, by the end of it, Be, the yeah. citrus had faded and I was just like, oh, this is all hop. strong now. flavor of the hop. And the other one was the... No L- label. No Elda label, Elda M. Yeah, the milk stout. It was a milk stout. I didn't, like, but I didn't appreciate was, that one either. Yeah, it there wasn't... There was no... It, it, was it wasn't creamy really enough. really bitter to yeah. me, yeah. Who makes that? No, no label. label. I always out forget of, about that. Out of Katie. <laughs> they, it's because uh, they don't have a label. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I, they did. I remember they made that like jalapeno, maybe wheat beer. That sounds and, like, like people yeah. like really dug they it. They do a bunch of weird, weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm all for like innovation. Like I love that. Like, oh yeah. I think they have a series of jalapeno their, beers actually. Do they really? Yeah. Peppers. God. Yeah. It, yeah, again, I know. I, I know they five have years ago. Actually, the the Elda M. I think they have a seasonal version that has Hatch either chilies in it or yeah, something like that. Jalapenos, hatched chilies, or habaneros, maybe even. Wow. But yeah. It's like uh, Twisted X's Fuego. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah. I, don't I know like that. it. I like it. I love nope. that beer. No, nope. it's not. It's not for me. I like it. Not it, for me. You guys can have it. I don't know. <laughs> it was okay for one. I don't know if I could have more than one. Yeah, it was rather unexpected the first time. I just expected. oh, absolutely. Yeah, was yeah. Like, one thing I did want to mention about the beer fest. Last thought I had on it. I feel like the triple Belgians. Mm-hmm. Are probably gonna be a new trend that starts. There were quite a few, or just that In Belgian general. triple Belgian, yeah, the, Bel- the, Belgian triples, is yeah, what they're called. Belgian triples. Yeah, there were like three or four within that festival. So I wonder if we're about to see like a, a shift. Right. In. Well, that, that Belgian style has been around for the last few years for sure. Like the saison, the the farmhouse style, that's all kind of in the same wheelhouse almost. Well, I mean, that's a, it's a big tent though when it comes to Belgians. Yes. I mean, like saisons, I could drink saisons all day. I yeah. love it. But when you get into like yeah, doubles and triple, it, quads, delirium, like I really liked, but I it can you get know, a bit heavy. It's just it's, it's so much yeah candied sugar, <laughs> prunes, like super dark fruits that I'm just not like. Yeah, give me a fireplace Nature's and maybe a fruit. pipe. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm wearing a nice, you know, Hugh Hefner robe. But like I'd be down with that. But like you know, every day in like, Texas, in Texas yeah. yeah, no. Oh yeah, 
I don't mind drinking, you know, Schwarzerash or Primus or, you know, uh, Liberator out wait, here wait, when it's mean hot. Primus? Oh man, I I was wearing our so we have a Primus hoodie. I was yeah. wearing it. This is back when I was still doing line cleaning, and I was at this. It's like a restaurant, hotel place, and I'm walking by the kitchen, and this guy just yells at me. He's like, "Yo, did you go to the Primus show the other night?" And I kept walking, and I was like, I ignored it because I surely know, he's what, not what, talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. And then like it took. It was like. <laughs> wait what and i like turned around yeah. and i was like oh no that's actually primus so i'm like trying to think of a way to like how to start doing like phonetic yeah you know, spelling yeah, yeah. you know I, in parentheses I found the, for the, things. the best way to do it is just correct them immediately just yeah so it's, I, it's like no it's but it's how do you do it funny in like a marketing way oh, in a yeah. Marketing yeah. Way. Yeah. to where they see it and they yeah. identify because it as i'll do it here like when people are because it's it's always the the shawarma ranch you know for schwarzer uh-huh. and i get it because it's weird letters and shit yeah uh uh, Vicer Roush is weird because it's got this like it looks like a it looks like a long B. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm like gonna point that out in this video that I make. It's like, well, before we get started, I know what you're asking yourself. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's and then that ex- B? And explain it and be like, this is how it's pronounced. Okay, now we can go on. You know, right. Vicer Roush means white smoke. Sounds like a badass hair metal band from the yeah. <laughs> And it pretty much is, you know, there like you, kinda, you know, yeah. Two leading members of White Snake broke off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's hard when it comes to like, you know, like correcting people, because like I, I am not one of those people that I don't like. I'm not a snob. I fucking yeah. I hate that mentality. It's something that's always turned me off in anything. Like, yeah. I don't claim to know everything, and I'll be the first to admit. Don't like, talk I'm to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't talk to Clint over here. Oh, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> hey, Cutter. Fuck you. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I mean, you saw how I spelled my name right. Did you correct me? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Like, wait, how do you say that? That's it. So I'm curious, are there any beers that taste like raisin? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that like, we, that oh, that we make? Yeah, no, yeah. no. It's called wine. No. <laughs> no. Um, Nature's no. fruit. So that was something else. That, that's a running joke now that we have calling raisins yeah. nature's fruit because Cutter fucked up. Fruit. Oh, no, you were trying to say nature's, nature's candy. Oh, he yeah. was trying to say nature's candy. And he's like, ah, oh, raisins, nature's fruit. And, and was, everyone's like, uh-huh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, so Cutter, Cutter, you're a dumbass. Also, every beer we drink, he just claims, oh, yeah, I taste all the flavors that are listed on the can. I can taste the Himalayas. <laughs> so we're like, that's not true. Shut up, Cutter. <laughs> Little cumin. And- yeah. There was an NPR story. This was probably a few years ago. I remember they were talking about wine and they went through like how people can only legitimately taste or like pick up at like three or four Certain, at max, right. yeah. like tasting notes. And right. so you have these people that are like, oh, it tastes like horse blanket. And, and, this, and you're just like, okay, first of all, you've listed 20 things and that is impossible. And secondly, yeah. this, 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 where did you eat a was- horse blanket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, of the, some of the descriptions for beers. I'm always like, Hot hot dog what? water. I'm all right with hot dog it's, water. It's the same thing. Well, I'm saying it's like people who say hot dog water. It's like when did you drink hot, hot dog, dog water? When you were going so back to when that. you were kid, it, it tastes yeah. exactly yeah. how I think hot dog water. Would yeah, taste. exactly. When so, your when your mom yeah. took the hot dog out of the boiling pot a little too soon. And yeah. and because you ran out of plate, she put it in your cereal bowl. Oh you know? god! Yeah, you I have done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm really wondering is, how does it taste with vodka mixed in there? Oh, <laughs> the hot dog water. Yeah. That just reminded me. So we were at a vodka and hot dog water. Oh yeah. I think it was a Delberts where they were doing some barrel aged. Yeah. And they yeah. have one that's a gin barrel mm. aged, and mm. we were like, okay, I'll drink gin. And I love beer, but I don't but know about don't the two together. You get a lot of that spruce, like you yeah. get a lot of that. It's just, uh, I don't like it. I've not. Uh, that's not. Well, no, no. I'm thinking of a different one. They did. They did a white wine barrel aged naked nun. I think that I really dug. This was a few years ago, but gin, uh, gin is weird. I mean, there's that's the thing too. It's like you know, everyone's Bunch trying to be innovative and they're trying different yeah. things, and I yeah. like that. Yeah. It, but also be aware that if you if you make something and it's not great. Maybe don't put it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe well, keep it in house. And one of the things you may already know this, but the naked nun story doesn't involve any naked, naked nuns. nuns. No. That's such yes. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were already, you know. Yeah. But along with the gin, they're coming out with I'm not sure what it is, but they are they're going to have something aged in rum barrels, which 
I was intrigued by mm. that. Rum and beer sounds, uh, I mean, I've never mixed the two and probably never will, but. Well, but you will try. Uh, so we have a four pack of Innocent Gun. One of those is rum. Oh, oh God. Is it? Innocent Gun. I yeah. haven't heard them in forever. Oh, do they it. distribute down here now? Yep, yeah, they do. No shit. Since recently. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a couple weeks. Wow. Very recent because I had never seen I it in a while. I sold the shit out of them in New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, my biggest question that uh, with them, and I don't know if it's still true, if they still do it, but they have the clear uh, bottles. They don't anymore. No. Okay, good. Because yeah. that was a big thing. And yeah, they were, because they, it wasn't too much light. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. immediately light struck. But I think they, I believe I was told by a rep and I could be absolutely wrong and they could have been bullshit. Hey, Corona's not worried about but that. But they, but they, <laughs> whoops, I feel it like actually improves there's the like taste. an enzyme, I think, yeah. that you can use that will Oh, to protect it from, from the sunlight. That okay. sounds healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why Do you guys want to hear a glowing? funny story Let's about founders? No, we don't like yes. funny stories. <laughs> I love funny this, stories. This, this, we were just talking about like the, the naked nun. Like, yeah. so, so beer names. So at Founders, uh, they make a beer called Old Curmudgeon. Yeah. And somebody came to the brewery and was like super excited. And they were on a brewery tour. And I think they were getting a sample of it. And this guy loudly proclaimed how much he loved Old Cum Dungeon. <laughs> oh, there you go. So we used to tell that story to all Stinky. the new people. Like, <laughs> It's Some guy salty. called it Cum Dungeons. <laughs> I love old Cum Dungeons. Don't we have a movie question? What about Cum Dungeon made you think about the movie question? <laughs> Something so, dark and sticky that made me thought about. Oh, um, yeah. So we have a uh, running competition, too. The Fifth Element. Yeah. Is, is that a, a great movie? Yes. Yes. There it is. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is it a great movie? No, no, no. no. <laughs> great movie. Done. All right, fair what, enough. What, what, what's the scale? Of <laughs> so so the scale is, would you say it's a good movie or would you say it's a fun movie, but it's a bad movie? No, it's a great movie. Oh, yes. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's got everything. everything you, you, you just balanced it out. You just, you just balanced out Grant from last night. Yeah, so yeah. I appreciate that. Damn. Grant was like, well, you know, it's fun. but Hey, hey yeah. Sarah Sarah also said that it was a, a well, yeah, but, yeah. terrible movie. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, but that, um, that was... That, Pacific that, Rim is a terrible movie, but there we go. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That is, that is true. That, that, that is... No. no. We That's used that exact same... That was... It was Fifth Element 2 Pacific Rim. <laughs> I mean, it's literally... It's like, you look at the script and it's very, you know, you know, machismo. You know, it's yeah. very... Yeah. It's, it's every... Like, but it's, it's giant dumb. robots. It's, it's giant robots and hitting monsters. monsters. Yeah. 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 Today we face the monsters that are at our door. And bring the fight to them. Today we are canceling the apocalypse. Exactly. You yeah. know what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. I love that you went like, straight there. You like, know, Mike, I think I want to replace Cutter with you. Yeah. <laughs> the better beard. Cutter has now replaced his fuck Mike with, okay, you're all right, just because of that. No, you're good, Mike. You, you yeah. keep your job. <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting because we think that that says a lot about how you see the world sure. and life in yeah. general. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a huge, like, I, I just love movies in general. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you an instance. I got a letter from uh, Spectrum. Uh, used to be uh, Time Warner yeah, because yeah. I was Ill- illegally uh, yeah. downloading. Well, movies. who hasn't got oh, one yeah, of those? Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, you Somebody know. must have hacked into my. Yeah, it, it was, they were like, we understand you may have a child. I'm like, yup, it's totally my five year old's fault. <laughs> uh, but I, so there's a, long story short, there's a podcast that I listen to called We Hate Movies, and I've been yeah, listening to them yeah. for fucking years. Great guys. Um, they were doing this thing, it's probably over the summertime, where they went through all the Transformers movies. Oh, yeah. And I was like, damn, like I haven't seen the first two in a long time because I stopped after those. I was like, yeah. this is. Stupid. I didn't want to the poison my th- childhood with those. The yeah. first one was nostalgic. But, the second was, one was. It was one of those was things where I was like, you know what? Let me download them again. Yeah. And give them a chance. Give them a chance because it's dumb. Yeah. Eye candy. I am not looking for a plot. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about Cybertron well, and Michael all this Bay, shit. So. Like, I just want to watch robots doing shit. And yeah. if it kind of looks all right, like I'll watch it. But that is what they that's what they dinged me for was downloading yeah. Transformers Transform. one and two. Oh, and I was man. like, oh, God, Michael well, Bay wants that money. He does. I heard they're really also tracking uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Oh, no doubt. Because no doubt. So many people like it. And they're like, well, we'll just look for that specific file. Yeah, and they're yeah. catching tons of people. Well, yeah. that was the rumor why. 
why they didn't have a streaming service until they realized that so many people were illegally downloading oh, yeah. that. that makes, and they're like, oh, money we need a yeah. streaming service to make sure we lock people in. Disney's about to do their streaming But then all you got to do is share users. They're going to take nuts. all their stuff off with of the Netflix. Kid, with yeah. the kid base, I mean, uh, they're just going to be printing money. Which is going to be interesting. So Because Marvel, Marvel are Disney. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Not, Star well Wars. they're not all... They're oh, not yeah. all Disney, like but a subsidy like, of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Disney also has Lucas Arts. Yeah, right? yes. yeah. Or not Lucas Arts. Uh, yeah, that's Lucas right. Films. 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 Lucas Arts is no more. Yeah. They, they closed down. Man. Yeah, I remember that. That's what. What happened? was the uh, difference Kotar. between them? Lucas Arts is like video games. Video, video games. games. Yeah. 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 yeah, all the best. Did they do Knights of the Republic? Yep. Yes, the best. I mean, I mean, they're still making Star Wars games, but it's. Nowhere near as good. Yeah, it's nowhere near. It's they don't. It's not like dedicated Lucas Arts anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Who did Battlefront Two? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For well, they I think they might have just distributed it, but I'm not sure. They're calling the shots. Yeah, but. all that download content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay to win. Microtransactions. Yeah, microtransactions. Exactly, yeah, which they stopped because so many people complained about it. Was that the problem of having little kids that were constantly just spending too much? No, no, no it's, it's just, it like, just you're putting out a, a game that's technically not complete. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, in the eyes and of, in the eyes of people content. that are, yeah, so that you're are paying, yeah. you're, so gamers pay you know, to win. You, you pay $60 for a game. Yeah. You expect so much of the game well, to yeah, be accessible. Yeah, the game accessible. to be opened up, but. Uh, but what they were doing is you pay $60 for the game and then on top you of pay that, to unlock certain characters, to unlock and characters like and do things and like that. that. Yeah. And people were like, what the shit? I paid full price. I want to play for 60% like, Han Solo. You, you tolerate. I want to be Han Solo just like in everyday life. Let me just do up, down, know. left, right, you know, all this. Yeah, and and then the, all of a sudden the character gets unlocked. That's how it should be. Or like yeah. with Tony Hawk when like you like play. <laughs> yeah, things like that where it's like you, you could play, easily get you, another yeah. character. Yeah, you play long enough and you Although, unlock people yeah, as you play. Yeah. Um, Whereas I think Battlefront did have that, but you had to put in like, an insane amount of time, time, like eight, 60, 80 hours or yeah. something to, the, yeah, to uh, unlock stuff. So like 10 days? uh, non-stop yes but you can expect that kind of microtransaction stuff from like the free games that you get right oh yeah you you tolerate that from those but when you pay full price for a game it's like and you want me to contribute to microtransactions just to unlock characters get the fuck out of here yeah Yeah. exactly well you know what you won't pay that for Three beers in podcast. If you stay and listen to all 10 podcasts, <laughs> we go. guarantee you you'll unlock season two. Yeah. <laughs> season two is only available on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's just going to be like Clint in front of a Twitch. <laughs> Not even talking, just yeah. like. Just, just looking angry. Like, <laughs> just looking every, angry. every time that somebody sends him something, he'd be like, hey. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, some people will pay for that. That's yeah, true. That's, that's true. true. Well, back to the beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a nice little segue. Yeah. So as I was drinking the Schwarzer Roush. Yeah. Schwarzer um, with you. <laughs> yes, the Schwarz. The Schwarz is My larger. Schwarz is larger than yours. Yeah. That's something for the video. May the Schwarzer Roush yeah. be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Penny. But yeah, as I was drinking it, I felt the smoke. I was picking up less of it and more of the more of the malts and more of the mm-hmm. more Agreed. the beer. Actually. That's what I felt. That's what I felt about the first one too, the uh, Graditsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, like, I still get it, but it's not as strong. Like that first sip, it's really strong. It's like smoke, and then then subsequent drinks, you get more the of custom. the body and everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I like that. I, I was a fan. So oh yeah. The difference for me is in the first one, I think you could still differentiate the smoke and the taste. Yeah. And this yeah. one kind of blended a little bit yeah, more for me. Yeah, blended a lot better. Yeah. 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 And Mike, I can't remember if you said that, but can you only get this one here or can you get this one out in town? It does go out in draft yeah. in town, mm-hmm. uh, but usually, like some of our other beers, like they're, they're you're definitely going to find it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't can it, so no package on it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So the Grzycki, you just started canning. Yep. Is there anything else that, I mean, I guess you're focused on that right now. Mm-hmm. But in the future, is there anything else that you're looking to can? Not that I really know of just yet. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got what we're trying to do is is to test the waters yeah. when it comes to certain things. Like Primus, we've had a lot of people ask if it's going to be a year round mm-hmm. beer, and it's something that we can make. <laughs> can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I what I personally would like to see is so we do can our Berliner Weiss. Yeah, I would like to yeah. see Lichtenheiner, which Lichtenheiner is our smoked Berliner Weiss. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would love to see that sometime next year. And it's, you know, certainly a possibility. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's what's weird, too, is like when it comes to having 
packaged beers. It's like, you know, if you look at different breweries and what they kind of offer in their tap rooms and things like yeah. that. Comparatively, we want to bring people out here. We want people mm-hmm. to come out here and oh, experience yeah, yeah. our it's land. It's a whole experience, exactly. Yeah. As opposed to like, well, I can also sit in the comfort of my own home and mm-hmm. drink a Lichtenheiner, but why not come out here on a hot day yeah. and drink a Lichtenheiner and we've got, you know, or, or a Berliner Weiss, mm-hmm. which we do still can as well, but, but, and get the syrups added, you know, right. like make it a real German oh, experience wow. and come yeah. in, and, you know, it's, so it's, it's, we're finding ways to really put out an experience as yeah. opposed to like just the idea of, which is, it's funny because now you're having that sort of pushback within the industry itself right, right. where you're having the people, you know, retail accounts saying, well, now that tap rooms are opening up, it's affecting our business and right. it's, and they shouldn't be doing that because, you know, Was we're that the saucer that said like that, that, I think. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, yeah, that's, I, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I can understand that point of view, but you also have to look at it. We're, we're. We are in Del Valley. Right? <laughs> yeah. This isn't necessarily Austin. We are yeah. across from the Austin airport. Yeah. As you can clearly hear. As you can hear. So we're not really affecting a whole lot. We have to have a good reason for people to come out here. Yeah. And this is, I this think is this is, is a great reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got nine holes of disc golf. There you know, you we've got an amazing food truck here. Uh, we've just got an amazing staff. It's beautiful. You can they, go find the swing. If you guys want, there's a swing out there. <laughs> yeah. I will let you try to find it. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Well, Cutter, I'm a, I'm a Cutter, Cutter, 20, is, 22 acres. Cutter is a big swinger. Yeah. So. <laughs> Forget about all my secrets, Ross. Like, it's. I mean, it's just. It's great. The, like the you defeat. know, you have that idea. Yeah. Going back to sort of Germany, you have the German breweries uh-huh. that are. They're a brewery. They're a beer garden. Right. And they're yeah. a restaurant, all in one. Oh yeah. And it's in those small towns that kind of have that whole experience together where yeah. this is a thing that you just do. You can spend an afternoon here and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's a chance to get out sort of. So when it comes to like how we present our beers and like what it is that we want to can and, and package and promote, yeah. it's all a matter of like, okay, like what finding that balance. And I think that so far, I think we're doing a really good job with that. I yeah. believe so. Agreed. This it's, is ama- really- it's amazing out here. The shadiest beer garden yeah. in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you had a question earlier we were discussing about like uh, the taps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when oh, I previously right. went to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the uh, brewery tour at the old one mm-hmm. and they told a story of just basically finding uh, not driftwood, but like just dropped wood pieces. That, yes. mm-hmm. In the streets of Austin, do you guys still do that for your tap handles? Uh, yeah, I mean, they. We, I mean, we, I know you have so much. Yeah, we have. Here uh, now, there is so. a. I, I believe there's a separate place that we actually gather them from, uh-huh. but we have just giant industrial, like 55 gallon drums that are just filled with them. Yeah, and wow. you know, we have to, you know, we wash them, we make sure they're clean, and kind of put like a lacquer on them. Yeah, so yeah, that they yeah. Because I remember uh, one of the f- actually when I first moved here, I started working for Craft uh, Pride. I helped open that place up, and that was one of the things that I noticed was when I was pulling the tap handles. Little pieces of bark are going. We come. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. You get that uh, full live oak experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's obviously it's, a lot better. It's got now. a woody taste yeah. to it. It's such a distinctive tap handle. Yep. Like they're yeah. so amazing. And if I'm not wearing my glasses, I can't tell what's on a lot of them. Yeah. I can see like the goose head. I can see your live oak. There's just very few of them. You can tell at a distance. And I, and I hope that we will never change that. I mean, yeah. the only yeah. thing that we do is we, we just swap out stickers for it yeah. and mm-hmm. that's fine. It also forces people to actually ask what it is, yeah. mm-hmm. which one that is. Yeah. Um, it's because most people it's like, assume yeah. that it's half, yeah. but oh, they could be like, oh no, no, that's pills. Oh, what really? Okay. I'll give that a try. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it kind of sets us apart with that. Yeah. No, I think. Because everyone's different. Yep. I mean, we got some. We got some in there that I hate. Like on the <laughs> tap wall right now, there's one that, like, the half one is like this, is, like weird. <laughs> yeah. It's got two branches, and I'm like pulling it, and it's all awkward, but it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> yeah. Just a little, like, yeah. little two finger action right down the center, right there. <laughs> you just gotta work it. You gotta work it to get that. You're right. Beer. He is a make swinger. Did <laughs> <laughs> I say Wait. two? Better make it Better three. Make it <laughs> So well, I also noticed all these uh, shipping containers out in the yard over here. Wait, shipping containers? Are, or is that what those are? They look tanks? like shipping containers. Oh from yeah, this no, far there's out. there's actually some real shipping containers. Oh, yeah. Those those have uh, just storage for for oh, like those are just cones and things like that. Some some stuff is our owners, uh, you know, like furniture and stuff. Like that. <laughs> uh, but we do have our oh, sort chip. of uh, our fermenting like graveyard out there. So we have our tanks, yeah, uh, that are from the old facility. We've got one of the 
boiling kettles like way out there too as well. Uh, those are just, those are from the old facility and we just put them out there just to kind of let them sit. It's yeah. great. Be with their friends out in the pasture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put them out to pasture. Yeah. Yeah. Most of those are also, Literally. They're, they're old yeah. dairy. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, from actually, dairy farms. yeah. I think we were talking about that when we did big bark. Yeah. Originally they used old dairy tanks. It's, it, they're, they're just, they're just, they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> they look strange. Uh-huh. Uh, they, but they're uh, great. Like on a nice foggy day, like it's super creepy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Free free range uh, fermenting yes. tanks. Yes. Free That's, range fermenting. Yeah. Live oak has free range. Yes. <laughs> Classic Austin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Del Valley. I mean, I guess technically, <laughs> yeah. Like all of our ingredients are 100 like organic, non-GMO, like yeah. all that shit. I mean, oh, like nice. The, the, the ingredients that we do get from Germany are like very high quality. We pay yeah. a little bit more. Oh. We, oh. you know, we you that goes into like the cost of when we put our beer out there. Yeah. So. And it's all gluten free, right? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like extra gluten in probably, my place. Probably the closest wheat. beer that you can get away with is pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's probably yeah. the closest one that we can we can offer. They're starting to become a bigger and bigger market for uh, those. Uh, oh, those beers are awful. Yeah. I mean, they're terrible. I don't they're care how they try. Yeah. Like it's just. I want grains. I want. I want yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. granted, like you know. Hopefully I'll never, you know, have to deal with celiac disease or anything like that. But if yeah. I'm just, if these people that are just riding this like gluten-free thing, yeah. that they think it's like a diet fad and shit like, no, just drink your beer. It's fine. Yeah. I've yeah. self-diagnosed myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> WebMD, yeah. I think you have network connectivity disorder. <laughs> now it's like you have to have 15 different options when oh, you go man. out to eat. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Every time my girlfriend starts talking about going vegetarian, it's like, oh, hey, here's a big old plate of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I like cheeseburgers. <laughs> Like oh, I make cheeseburgers yeah. at home yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'm making that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheeseburger. I'm yep. so tonight. glad I have yeah. a little bit of frozen French fries. That's what's <laughs> Thank goodness for kids. <laughs> yep. Yep. I really love that we've discovered this place because I don't know how many times I've been into that fast park over there. Never knew this was back here. Yeah, has, is this the first time all of y'all have been here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Been here. yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, we hope you guys come back. I mean, it's oh, like a, I said, this we'll is a, this is. I have never played disc golf and I started playing and like have been like, you know, they'll let me use their discs and stuff. And it is fun. It's a, it's an hour and a half to kill. Yeah. And you're just chilling. You're drinking beer. Like, yeah, you're out in nature. I don't know. I probably would need more than one, but. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't have disc golf in New York City? <laughs> Central Park? No. Uh, I never went to Central Park. <laughs> I went there once to see Dinosaur Jr. And that So you just oh, lied to man. me right now. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I never went to Central Park, but once. But once. <laughs> once. To see the Maybe dinosaurs. Central Park? No, no. The dinosaur Junior. Oh. They don't have any dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my joke. Children dinosaurs. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Central Park. <laughs> 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 the raptors are in the strawberry field section. <laughs> so I'm afraid if it, it, we'll keep talking all day if we don't. Uh, yeah, we definitely want to respect your time. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. no, I do yeah. have to go. Because we can, uh, yeah, we soon. can definitely. Yeah. yeah, very soon. <laughs> yeah. Good. I have to pee first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, grab my stuff. No, but I mean, if you, if you, I don't know, like, what is there anything else you all want me to say? No, I think, I, I mean, I we've covered so much material. Yeah. I think this has been fantastic. Really, man. Great, I really yeah. appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah we that. really do. Oh, also, I totally forgot what we're doing here as well is uh, every Friday. Hey, Chip. That's Chip. That's, That's Chip. Chip. Hey, right. hey. Hey. Very good. I got some questions. Oh. <laughs> I saw his ID in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? It's a, the Live Oak poster yeah. for the 21st oh, birthday is that, party. Is that when he was actually 21? A photo from when he was 21? Uh, it's it's, it's, it's kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. Animated. It's like very gotcha. King Drawing, of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly, it's King yeah. of the Hill style. So uh, every Friday we're doing uh, Nick at Night, which is oh. a different Nick Cage movie. <laughs> I, I did see that. I did see that. That's right. I saw a thing over on the food truck and yeah. about it and I was like alright well it's just Nick at night whatever and I walked inside yeah. and saw a Nick Cage picture like yep. on the I was yep. like that makes a little more yeah, sense tonight we're actually doing uh, Ghost Rider and oh, we're doing oh, wow. Dollar Off All Smoked Beers oh, <laughs> next week we're doing obviously Spirit of Vengeance nice yeah. what time does that start so usually about 8 o'clock okay. yeah just cause like with the cause we try to play it outside if weather's weird we'll put Do it inside have a screen? we have a projector mm-hmm. and, and speakers that's and awesome, oh, that's awesome. That we just I mean really we great. have it so we might as well use it and yeah. 
yeah, like, yeah. We'll, we'll get a good crowd and like you know but it's so weird this weekend is so long like tonight is the nick cage tomorrow's anniversary sunday's family day so it's just oh like, yeah oh so much going on have you guys watched the weatherman yet no weatherman's a good one gore verbinski yeah, yeah. that's a pretty that's pretty good he, he blows up so and, yeah he blows up as a weatherman in, in the studio and then gets fired and then kind of walks around with a bow and arrow <laughs> Wait, spoiler <discovered>. alert <laughs> okay as all right he gets really into archery in yeah. the movie and explains and then becomes yeah. hawkeye right yeah <laughs> nice nice yeah. That'd be so interesting if you guys like floated that out to Nick Cage's people. Like if oh, he was man. just in he just Austin, like, up, hey, like, I'm landed in. I'm right by the airport. Like, I don't know. He's kind of broke. He needs a lot know. of money. Yeah. Technically, he could, he could, I mean, we <laughs> have a license like a tip jar. Yeah, <laughs> you might want to cut this off. <laughs> he could be there. We don't know. We don't know his schedule. He's a renaissance man. <laughs> nice. He was good in that. Was it a uh, kick-ass? I think he had a random yeah, role. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was pretty that. good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think dad. of anything else he's done in a while, but... Anything yeah. good. A lot, a lot of he's it done is a like lot. straight yeah. to Netflix. Yeah. Was he in Fifth stuff. He was no. the diva. There you go. Mm, yeah. He's the diva. Mm. That sounds like... All right. We ready to wrap up? Yeah, I guess so. Mike's got to Mike. go. Yeah, Mike. Thanks for coming on. First yeah. of all, we loved every beer. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah, so. one's, one's around for me. One's oh, yeah. all around. Thank you for your yeah, time. Nice. We really appreciate you inviting us out here. Yeah. Um, definitely, guys, if you're over in Del Valley, right by the airport, I think it'd be a great place to hit up if you have a little bit of time to kill before a flight. Like, you're or right after. here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a strong oh, yeah. pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there. Or even if you're not doing any of that, you should just drive out here anyway. Yeah, because it's pretty yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, it's really not that far away. Oh yeah, it's a 15 minute drive from downtown. So like that. Yeah. People get. I live south, and like yeah, sometimes I'm like, there's no way I would go up north. But we're kind of pretty centrally located. I mean, you have a pain in the ass to deal with like 71. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. you're getting beer at the end. Then just come from 130. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> should, avoid all that downtown traffic. <laughs> there you go. You should promote this as like an exposed lounge for all those people who just hang out in the lounges at yeah. the airport. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You want and some you, fresh air that's not pumped in through yep. ventilation systems? You guys have Wi-Fi? Would you rather be here or in a stuffy lounge? In the yeah. Nope. Nope. You could run a TV with like the flights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It's actually not Arrival about time. This is your, uh, what's it called? Like, was it overflow parking? What is yeah. it like called? The cell phone parking lot. <laughs> cell phone yeah, lot, yeah. yeah. I'd much rather be here yeah, waiting exactly. for somebody yep. I'm picking up. I know, over I know there. my new cell phone Yeah, now, yeah actually. Just, like, I'm saying that, but it's like, that's totally where I'm going to be. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, thanks, Mike, again. Absolutely. It was, it was, it's been a blast. Yeah. And so, right, guys. some quick mentions before we go. We got Lego Davy on Hops. One of our followers on Instagram. He actually was our thousandth follower, uh, as far as we know. Oh, he gets a glass. Does he right? listen to the podcast? Yeah, he, he got our, he got our glass. He got I don't it. know if he, he got... listens. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, was uh, that the guy? Yeah, that when you said it was is that the guy who ended up No, that was that was not the guy that won our thousandth follower download giveaway. Uh that was We have uh, so many he, giveaways, he has, guys. He has not responded yet. So, you know, somebody else, if you pretend to be him, you can just you can get the free stuff if you like. And also Mad Hatter Red, who likes a bunch of our stuff on Instagram. Is that Thanks Cutter? A lot. Is that Cutter? No, Seriously? that is not Cutter. That is not Cutter. This is not Cutter. Hey, Hops Nation USA, who retweets a lot of our stuff on Twitter. Thanks a lot. Also, Christian and Damon's Amazing Nerd Show. Thanks for retweeting pretty much all of our episodes on Twitter. Amazing Nerds Unite. Well, uh, we are three beers in. This is the podcast. 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 Thanks, man. Music plays. Fuck yeah. Three Beers In is a proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Thanks for sticking around. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Tune in and on the hoppedupnetwork.com. If you like what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Three Beers In Podcast and check out our website, Three Beers In Podcast.com. Three, the number three beers in podcast.com. You can find information about us and the show along with the links to all of our episodes and our really cool merchandise. While you're on our site, you can tell us what you like, what you don't like. And if you don't like us, then why the hell are you still here? You should have turned us off long ago. But if you're just going to listen to us anyway, 
then you should probably subscribe too. And if you'd like a transcript of our podcast, write down everything that we just said. Can we post a podcast of just the airplane sounds? On the Pints and Provisions podcast, we discuss the ins and outs of beer, brewing, and breweries in addition to all those crafts that pair well with beer, such as bourbon, coffee, food, and cooking. Join Evan, Ryan, Mark, and Dan on each episode where we discuss those crafts we love to imbibe. Here's a clip. I don't. I, I've got four full glasses over here. I need to figure out my glass situation <laughs> and, and before and you're, I pour this. You're the one asking you for more your own glasses. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> the one next? that said, "What's next?" Well, there's a bunch sitting out. I thought maybe. Uh, I thought. I, I thought we were going to get those going, but we are proud members of the Hopped Up Network, where you can find all our episodes and also look for us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean.com, as well as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Cheers.